Hey everybody, how's it going? Um, welcome to our podcast, Flip It and Reverse It. My name is Jasmine and I am joined here today with... Peter Pencil. Oh, hi Peter Pencil. This is the show where we force our interests upon one another. So on today's episode, we are going to be breaking down some stuff. Yeah, we got movie trailers. What's your movie trailer, Peter? Or should I call you Pencil? Uh, don't know. Which one do you prefer? I, <laughs> you know, we can, we can debate this later. Okay. I'm, I'm leaning more towards Pete. Pete. Pete-er. Or we could call you Pee-Pee. <laughs> no. No. I forget what my movie trailer is supposed to be. I know that yours is Ugly Dolls. Little Woods. Oh, Little Woods. So I'm doing I'll Little Woods. It all. And you're doing Ugly Dolls. You remembered mine, though. Good on you. One out of two ain't bad. Or it's two out of three ain't bad. There's... You know, they they both are two syllable, one syllable. Well, two words. Yeah. yeah. Little Woods, Ugly Dolls. Ugly Dolls and the Little Woods. Yes. Um, those are our trailers. Uh, and then we are going to be, after that, talking about RuPaul's Drag Race. Episode 5, we're getting caught up. We're getting there. We're a little behind, but we're going to get there. Don't you worry. We will review them all. We're not behind. We're right on time. This is our show. We work on our own schedule. That's right. We're wizards. Yes. I'm a wizard. Um, so yeah, uh, category is Monster Ball. So we will find out what we thought about all the looks that the queens made in just a moment. See you in a sec. Alright guys, so we just uh, watched the trailer for Ugly Dolls, because that's what I picked, and boy, can I pick them, baby. Uh, what do you think about this, Peter? Oh no, don't defer to me first. Tell me how you really feel. It just, I mean, I didn't realize who was in it, and then it was like, oh, Callie Clarkson as the main role, singing all the crappy music, and I was like, no, no, this makes sense now, Okay. Kelly Clarkson wanted to make a movie. She's trying to get her, um, trying to get her Oscar. Um, it, it looks bad, obviously. Does it look bad? I mean, I'm sure it's, like, fun for children, maybe. I don't know. They're dolls that are gonna go to an academy for model kids that also talk, and everyone's, like, just normal with, they're like, this is cool, these dolls are talking and want to go to school with us, or whatever it is, arts academy thing and then we're gonna just be mean and bully them they're dolls what the what the heck boys so what's going what's with this plot it's dumb as hell so what is your interest level on a, on it's, a five level one through five zero to zero to point five well zero's below one so i said one to five. Oh well then it's a one <laughs> okay thank <laughs> you for answering the question go what do you think pete um, I think it looks fun. I completely disagree with you. Um, I'm also here for Pitbull, uh, which you didn't... Oh, I didn't see that you name You didn't see that there. one, because she, as soon as she saw Kelly Clarkson's name, she had to, like, turn around and reach for her Coca-Cola, which she, uh, then knocked off the table, and yeah. she's now trying to open it. Now I'm drinking it. Yeah. So that was, that was nice. So you totally missed that Pitbull's in this. I am all here for all things Pitbull in a movie. <laughs> Yeah, so I'm all about Mr. 305. So, I don't know. I was looking at the trailer, and all I could think of was, on one hand, the animation looks kind of cool. On a second hand, the story could be fun, but I feel like this is another trailer that is just, unfortunately, just giving away too much. Like, trailers are getting too long. Yeah. Why are trailers almost three minutes long? I don't need that much trailer. It's too much plot, baby. No, no. Take some notes from the Avengers, guys. Less is more. Or scenes that didn't exist. Or scenes where you change somebody's hair. Or what? Oh, yeah. We won't get into Uh... that again. But anyway, my interest level is a solid three. I think it looks like a decent animation movie. It's geared towards kids, obviously. But whatever. At this point in time, if you're in your 20s or 30s, we've all grown up with Disney. We've all grown up watching animated stuff. It is what it is. I don't care who you are. If you're below the age of 40, you're going to see <laughs> Toy Story 4. Don't lie to me. I Obviously. know who you are. So. Obviously. My sister and her boyfriend, that's all they go to see is animated movies together. Yeah. That's, that's their, like, go-to. But, um, 
Now that you've shown such interest in it, the minute it comes out on DVD, we're renting it. On DVD? We're renting it? What is this? The 90s? Get out of here. Our, <laughs> once it shows up on our streaming service with our smart TV, whatever. The lingo still means the same things, you jerk. Alright, well, we'll be right back in a second with our next movie trailer. Alrighty, guys, we are back now, and we just watched the trailer for Little Woods. I'll let you kick this one off there, Peter. Um, I am trying to find out when this movie comes out. Um, I think it might be out already. Let's take a quick look here. So, Little Woods looks like a movie that's uh, about uh, just a woman. Well, it looks like two women. One of them looks like she's going through like a foreclosure on her house, and to uh, avoid that, she's going to try to sell some like, prescription pain medication in order to make ends meet. Um, so and con- she needs an abortion. And, well, and her friend seems to be the one who needs the abortion. Oh, I, I, yeah, I maybe missed that. Right, so we got like Breaking Bad meets, um, you know, the current political climate. Yeah. So I, I don't know, like Tessa Thompson's the main lead. She's the one selling the medication here. Uh, it looks like this movie is already out, um, hard to tell. But anyway, I am all here for all things Tessa Thompson. I've seen her in a couple of things recently, and it's a good actress. She's great. Yeah, no, I'm really, I think that she's going to be good for a long time. I think you're going to keep hearing her name pop up in lots of movies going forward. Uh, definitely has some skill in the acting world. Uh, her co-star, I wasn't really feeling so much. What do you think? Yeah, no, she kind of seemed like, like, the very, very supporting. She seemed very, like, I'm, like, they're just the best friend type. And just from the trailer, she didn't seem like she had a lot of depth going on there. But, um, I mean, it seems like the film is focused around Tessa Thompson's character. So, that's the the good thing. And, no, it looks like a really good movie, though. Like, I mean, it definitely looks like there's very, like, raw and very, like, this is real life. Um, you know, it's not like a, doesn't seem like it's a buttered up story by any means. And I am just excited to see her doing more stuff because I, I really like her. Definitely. Uh, my interest level is going to stay around like a three, though, out of five. Not because I'm not here for Tessa Thompson, but the story does seem a little just straightforward. Um, you know, someone gets in over their head selling drugs. They run into problems with the law and with local other drug dealers. Yeah. So, I mean, it seems like a pretty, like, boring story overall. But I'm sure her performance is great. But how many stories do we get about lady drug dealers? You know, for me, I don't... It doesn't really matter if it's a lady drug dealer or... Empowered lady drug dealer. Equality, man. Well, you know, equality... (laughs) All right, well, equality in the sense that, like, if it was a man, it would also be a boring story. So, there's equality. (laughs) Ooh, okay. Yeah, there's your equality for you. Bringing your little flip-a-boo there. Yeah, so, Um. no, the story itself just seems kind of bland, but she definitely seems like she's doing a solid job in the movie. I would probably not go see it in theaters, but I would see it when it comes out just to see her in that role, for sure. Yeah, I think I'd I'd definitely give it a watch. Hopefully, see, and you know what? Call me old all you like, but I miss video stores, and I just don't want to have to rent things on Amazon. It's just cruddy, because then you're streaming it, essentially, and if it gets all, if your internet gets messed up, then your thing gets messed up, and it's technology. Okay, well, you're definitely old. Okay. That's not how that works, and it's not essentially you're streaming it. You are streaming it. Well, yeah, you are streaming <laughs> it, and then, like, when we, we rented, like, Iron Man 2 or 3 or something a while back, and the internet got funky, and then we, like, the movie got all choppy, and we couldn't watch it, and we paid, like, a dumb amount of money to rent it. Renting movies from off of like iTunes or Amazon is excessive, and I do miss good old video stores. We had a couple here in good old Montana up until the last like year or so. Yeah, and now, now it's a Starbucks of an Albertson. Now they're all gone. All so gone. We're pretty bummed about bitter. that. Bitter. I'm so bitter. But we, what is your interest level before we wrap this up? Um, I give it like a 3.5. A little more than you. I think I'm a little more interested in you, but um, I still am not going to go see it in theaters. Fair enough. Well, you heard it here first. We are transitioning to our main topic. RuPaul's Drag Race. 
Okay, that's all. <laughs> Be right back. Alrighty, guys. So before we get too deep into the dissection of these monster ball looks, uh, we just wanted to do like a quick recap, recharge, refresh, review, etc. of what we are thinking about the queens now that we are on episode 5. We've seen them in action a little bit. We're not talking first impressions. We are talking we've seen these girls do some stuff at this point. And we're going to just kind of say what we think about them now. So, um, just made a little list here in no particular order. Nope. We just kind of looked at who was left here. Standing in a line. Standing in a line. <laughs> and because you know that the first... Uh, episode we did about RuPaul's Drag Race was about Meet the Queens. We made a bunch of, you know, just like assumptions about them without seeing them in action. So now that we've seen them for a few weeks, now it's like, what do we think now? Boom, boom, boom. So who are we starting off with first, Jasmine? I think we will start off with Miss Raja. Um, So yeah, Raja at this point, I... Don't think I've seen her do a ton that I was super impressed by. She did well in the lip sync. Like, I'm not going to deny her of that. She can lip sync. She definitely won her lip sync. I will not at all take that away from her. But she just has some sort of a... What's the word I'm looking for? She has a delusionary... Like, she has a delusion that she's, like, doing super great and that she doesn't deserve the critiques and stuff she's getting. And I just... I can't... I can't handle a queen who can't take criticism. No, absolutely. I haven't been the biggest fan of her either. I, uh, she seems like someone who might not stick around that long. Just really arrogant, constantly just like berating other people for things that are happening to her. Yeah. Not the biggest fan of Raja. I'm kind of, I can do without Raja. Yeah. Um, Scarlet, what do you think about Scarlet? Scarlet Envy, um, is also a person who I've been looking at as like, as someone who didn't have a whole lot going on for her. I mean, she definitely did good in that that one challenge where it was like, you know, uh, the good girl, God, girl, girl get, get out. out. Yeah, no, that was pretty good. That was her, like, shining moment. But after that, you know, she really hasn't had a whole lot that's, like, impressed me. How do you feel? Well, it's kind of interesting because I have a lot of friends who are, like, super Scarlet fans. They're, like, obsessed with her. And I think it, they're more obsessed with her personality and her demeanor and, like, her sweetness than they are because I just, I don't see it. It's kind of like, um, my friend Sam, who was on the podcast a while ago, he was always, like, a really big fan of, like, the sweet girls and, like, that are kind of shy, and he likes that, like, kind of, like, that personality that's very, like, polite and, like, nice, and, like, I think, like, kind of, like, he really liked Cameron Michaels a lot and Violet, and he just always likes, like, the pretty girl, which is not a bad thing. Obviously, there's a place for that. I'm sure that people just like her because she looks pretty, but she's not really a nice person. If we're going to go with, like, nice people, I'm going to go lean more towards, like, Brooklyn or Nina. Okay, so is that kind of, like, random question? So they do the Miss Congeniality basically every year. The, like, who do you think might be up for nicest person? Oh, Nina. Hands down? Nina. Have you heard Nina say anything bad about anyone? No, I've heard her almost try to say something bad and, like, stop herself and, like, do a smile and be like... Mm, that, you see, that's that. a nice person. Scarlett's just one of those just like where like she'll be nice to your face, but as soon as she gets off camera, she's just like, well, this person doesn't do this and right. this person doesn't. No, that's Have not Have you seen nice. her exit interviews? <laughs> that's catty. Um, yeah, no. So I'm not a huge fan of Scarlett. I think she's okay. So our next queen is Plastique. Now, Plastique, at this point in the competition, has shown some pretty gorgeous runway looks. And she's done pretty decent in a couple of the acting challenges. Well, what I, do you think of her personality? I don't... I don't know. It. I don't know if this is... Because we're recording this maybe a little late, and I can't remember who it was in this episode or not, where she said something about her voice and how the Asian accent is her real voice and that her way she talks on camera is her drag voice. And that just seemed so confusing to me. And I'm like, okay, well... If you have a voice that you use when you're in drag, I get that. But then, is that just your TV voice? And what... She seems just, like, fake to me. Like, I don't believe anything she's saying. Because it just, like... It seems so fabricated. Uh, I haven't seen her really have enough moments to where I can think we can get a good judge on her personality. Yeah. There really isn't. I mean, like, for the most part, like... 
you're not really getting a whole lot from her. She doesn't say bad things about herself. She doesn't say bad things about other people. She doesn't really have a whole lot other than just reacting to the specific moments. So I think Plastique is just pretty neutral. Not yeah. really good or bad. She is gorgeous, though. I'm not going to take that away from her. None of it. Um, moving on to Ariel Versace. <laughs> I'll let you start this one. Ariel is someone who's trying really hard to be great and I think doesn't understand what it takes to be really good in this show. And I think she she just thinks that like it should be easier than it actually is. But I think she's getting a little like overwhelmed by the amount of talent she's up against. I really feel for Ariel because I can tell I can tell that she's worked really, really hard to get to where she is. You know, like yes, she's in social media, Instagram, et cetera, et cetera, Queen, but like as we're finding out, it's not easy to have a social media following and to do all that work. It takes a lot of work to keep that up. And yeah, it may seem like, oh, well, that's very materialistic and easy thing to do. But there's enough business side of things that come into hand of creating your own brand, creating your own business. Creating, she has a wig business. She's a very strong, strong person. And I, I really admire her, admire her for that. I just don't know that she has the skill sets that are required for this show. I think she is amazing at hair and makeup and her looks are great and all that, but I just don't know if she has the acting and the confidence and the creativity individuality for it. Well said. All right, so we're moving on here to Akiria. Akiria at this point is, I have no idea. She hasn't had much screen time. She's pulled out a couple decent looks but she hasn't really done much so she's just kind of sitting in the middle for me yeah no she's been kind of like low-key i think um you know she might address that a little bit later on but she's doing enough to stay away from the bottom and sometimes you know you just gotta just, just gotta sit in the safety survive zone. in advance survive in advance do the safety dance i'm pulling out my sports terms survive oh yeah look at you um, yeah, so Akira's kind of sitting in the middle. Uh, speaking of sitting in the middle, and they're actually standing in the middle of this line, too. Sugar Kane has just kind of been... She was really great in the Black Panther thing. Like, hilarious. And I just haven't seen her really rise to the occasion since then, I guess? So yeah. I'm just not really sure if she's a dark horse or if she's just a floating in the safety zone because she's not doing anything wrong necessarily yeah her and akiri i feel like are in the same kind of like place where they're like they're not the tops but they're not the bottoms so they're basically just surviving and advancing sugar's yeah. had a few more moments than akiri has but i also liked her in that black panther movie um well because and also they're just they're not huge crazy personalities and they're not very like confrontational so they're not having screen time so that's why we're not really noticing them um but speaking of big personalities uh, Miss Vanjie, um, at this point in the competition, she's worn red, like, what? Every Three time. Three times, four times, Besides every time. the time where they had the, to be orange. Yeah, and her orange had red all over it. And I'm just, I'm just disappointed at this point. I want her to do more. I want her to do better. She has done great in some of the challenges. The Britney Spears challenge, obviously, we talked about. We praised her to the gods. She was amazing in that. Um, but I just... I don't want her to get lost in just being her and being her personality, and I want her to push herself to explore different things. So I'm just Truth. hopeful. Me right now for Vanjie is, I'm hopeful. Please, 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 please. Yeah, she definitely is a uh, is much you know must watch TV. Oh yeah, she needs to be have her own TLC show, like hands down. <laughs> um, what do you think about Miss Nina? Nina West is someone who you can tell has a lot of experience in the drag, like, circumference in the drag yeah. world. Well, and not even that. Theater. Right. So yeah. it's obvious that, you know, like, she has, like, some, some star quality there. But I feel like the first couple of weeks she's kind of just gotten, like, lost in some of these challenges. Yeah. Didn't really know exactly where to be. And those runway looks were, like, sketchy. They yeah. were pretty sketchy. Like, she was lucky that, like, you know, like, uh, Mercedes uh, was there <laughs> and that Kahana was there. Oh, yeah. Because R.I.P. Yeah, because if they weren't there, it probably would have been um, bottom time for Nina. Yeah. But you can tell that there's a lot more there from her, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Yeah, I feel like she's maybe a little intimidated by the competition right now. So hopefully she will find a way to get away, 
get away from that. Um, but moving on, we got Miss uh, Brooklyn Heights. Oh, top three time. Um, that's that's what you've you've called it a while ago. Um, Brooklyn, at this point in the competition, hasn't done anything I think was spectacular at all in challenges. She's been very boring. Um, she has pulled out some very gorgeous looks. They're not always necessarily my style, so I'm not like obsessed with her, but. Like, she's obviously very well-polished, very well-put-together. Yeah, no. I, uh, when I say top three, I was meaning, like, the looks. I feel like the looks consistently have been, you know... Oh, yeah. ...keeping her up in the top there. I, um, when I first saw her, like, meet the Queens video, I thought she was going to go home real early, and I was real wrong. You were real wrong. Real wrong. But speaking of people I was really wrong about, uh, Evie Oddly. Yeah, I think when we watched the Meet the Queens video, we we were videos, we were both just like, well, we couldn't get past her laugh. That's all we really talked about. Yeah, it was a pretty um, weird laugh. Really crazy laugh, but I mean, I have actually now had the privilege of meeting and Evie Oddly and seeing her perform live, and I can now personally attest to the fact that she's a really sweet person, but she's not coming across that way on the show. Right, so... Were you at least half her size? I was so short. <laughs> I looked like a toe next to her, a short toe person. Is she like, what, 6'10"? Like well, she six... was wearing tall-ass heels, but like... Okay, 6'6", 6'5"? Six, 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 I, at least, at least, she's so tall. Um, and just amazing and hilarious. Her set that she did at the show that I was at was so funny. It was like this... It doesn't matter. That's another podcast. But, um... I really, really appreciate Evie as her personality because she, while a lot of girls aren't appreciating it, she always speaks her mind. She is very blunt, and I don't think she's ever really trying to be hurtful. I think she's trying to be constructive usually, but people are taking it in a hurtful way because they are very sensitive about it, which is fair because they're in a competition and they don't want anyone to call out their flaws. Speaking of people who don't like having their flaws called out, Silky, Nutmeg, Ganache. I'll let you start. Where to start? Where to begin? Um, how about with the fact that, you know, when you have too much nutmeg, you know, it can be a little overpowering and disgusting. <laughs> but that's just a little baking tip for the rest of you out there. Oh, my gosh. Um, Go away, Dad. <laughs> anyway, uh, Silky has a personality that basically is... Um, Really similar to the idea of nutmeg. I mean, you if you have too much of her, it gets a little be a little overwhelming. It's good in short bursts, but yeah. when you have episodes that are filled with just silky being silky relentlessly, it's a little bit like, when is she being eliminated? Yeah. But you know she's not going to get eliminated anytime soon because she is must-see TV more so than anybody else on this show. Yeah. And so. the judges aren't seeing anything but her succeeding. They're not seeing the nonsense and the just absolute annoyingness of her they're just seeing her do well in challenges honestly if i was the one running this show and i saw how annoying she would she was being i would be like she's staying because ratings yeah no she's bringing ratings that's for sure um i just like in the first couple episodes she's just been so harassed like almost harassing of the celebrity guests and i'm like that no we we don't need to do that and plus she just is upset and she doesn't take criticism well at all and I don't like her which is it's funny because we both really liked her meet the queens video we're like oh she's real she's like really she seems like really fun and no she's really obnoxious first impressions don't always work people no it's true (laughs) no they don't (laughs) so yeah no that's kind of where we're sitting with the whole our thoughts on the queens now episode five Oh, we'll check back in with you in a couple episodes, let you know what we feel like then. But for now, what we are going to do is take a short little intermission. And when we come back, we'll be breaking down these monster ball looks. Monster ball! Alrighty, guys. Thank you for tuning into the episode so far. Hope you're liking it. Um, we want to just take a moment to thank everyone who's been tuning in. Um, we've gotten a lot of support and we really appreciate that. 
Uh, a lot of new sponsors have come in and we really, really appreciate that. You know, you helping us helps us make content that hopefully you're enjoying. Absolutely. And we also <laughs> appreciate everyone who like goes out of their way to subscribe to us. Um, especially like on Apple Podcasts, we've noticed that 37 people have taken the time to leave us a review. That is, wow, that's amazing. So we really appreciate we that. We love feedback. We do listen to it. So yeah, at the end of each episode, we're always asking people to leave us a five-star rating. And 37 of you took the time to do that. So thank you so much I mean, for that. not to brag, but just kidding. <laughs> we really do. And so with that being said, we thought we'd take a second here to tell you a little bit more about us. Yeah, you know, aside from all the reviews and the yada yada. So, um, Peter. Yes. Why don't you tell the folks, uh, where did, where did you grow up? Where are you from, son? So I grew up right outside of Philadelphia in a little area called Bucks County. It's like northeast of Philadelphia, kind of bordering New Jersey. So I was like 10 minutes east or 10 minutes west of New Jersey and like 15, 20 minutes like northeast of Philadelphia. So in a Is that little, west Philadelphia then? It'd be northeast of Philadelphia. Northeast Philadelphia. No, sorry. No. <laughs> no. I do miss the food, but I do not miss the traffic. That little section of the world has like more than 10 million people around it. Yeah. So I'm good. I'm kind of <laughs> good I'm, on that. I'm good on that. Good on that. But I have some questions for you, Jasmine. Oh, do you now? I've been taking some polls on Instagram recently, and I thought I would just mm. ask you some quick questions here. You All ready? Right. Yeah, ready? yeah, I'm ready. Okay. Fire boy. So just tell me which one you think is better. Uh, ham and cheese or turkey and cheese? Ham and cheese, obviously. Obviously. Uh, if you had to choose, would you want a taco or a burrito? Oh God, I think I said bur- I think I said burrito on this one, but now I'm craving taco burrito. Okay. So deep dish pizza or thin crust deep, pizza? Deep dish. I hate thin crust pizza. Give me more. I need more. You know, I need to eat it. If you were gonna dip your French fries in something, would it be ketchup or ranch? ranch? Shut up! It's ranch. Okay, okay. Screw your ketchup right into the butt. What kind of uh, chicken wings do you like? Buffalo wings or honey barbecue wings? I am a wuss puss, so I like just honey barbecue. And horror movies, do you love them or do you hate them? Obviously, I love them. If you have been listening to this podcast at all, you would already know that. (laughs) If you had to choose, would you want beer or wine? Neither. I want a White Claw. You didn't give me a choice for cider or White Claw or anything sugary and bitchy. If you had to choose. Fine, I guess wine. Ew. So, iced tea or lemonade? I guess lemonade. All right. And ice cream, cookie dough or mint chocolate chip? I'm not a huge fan of either of these flavors, but I guess like mint chocolate chip. I don't know. I don't really like mint. I just like the little chocolate chunks that are in sometimes. Spicy food. Love it or hate it? Nope. 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 Hate it. Honey barbecue, baby. And would you say you're a morning person or a night owl? Definitely, definitely a night owl. I hate mornings. I hate them so much. Oh, we are almost done. Uh, which milkshake is better, vanilla or strawberry? Strawberry. Strawberry. And last but not least, crunchy peanut butter or creamy? Creamy. Pe- creamy, creamy, creamy. creamy. No, crunchy. Shoot. Crunchy. I don't know. Whatever. It's peanut butter. It it's matters. not a. It's not a giant debate. It, it's a debate right now. Oh my gosh. Which one do you pick? I guess crunchy. I like some texture, baby. Okay, team crunchy. <laughs> I'm the captain of crunch. So, once again, thank you for taking the time to listening to us talk about random stuff. We'll be yeah. right back with some more RuPaul. Alrighty, so we just finished watching the runway looks from the first category of the ball, which was Trampy, Trick, or Treater. And we have picked out our top three and bottom three for this look specifically. Instead of ranking them all together, we're going to do look by look. Because, you know, some people did good in certain categories, but not others. So, start off with the bottom. Yeah, kick it off for us. What's your bottom number three there, Pete Poo? Uh, sugarcane. Sugarcane is my bottom number three. I, uh, basically, because I couldn't tell what it was. 
Yeah. There was no real direction there. I couldn't figure it out. If she hadn't said it, I wouldn't know it. So, like, what she was trying to accomplish there just really didn't come through it, for it me. It didn't hit the mark? No. No. Um, my number three, my bottom third, is Plastique Tiara. Okay. I, while the look was well-constructed, it's just flipping boring. Like, you get sexy trick-or-treater and then you go with Playboy Bunny. Like, it's like... Looks like basically an exact knockoff of the Legally Blonde, like, Playboy of, like, bunny look. And I just think it's boring. I think there's no originality there. Some people like basic, Jasmine. Well, Some people. I wasn't about it. Uh, number two for me in the bottom, Nina West. What? Get the, get the fudge out the door. Get out of here. I am so proud of you for oh, not cursing on our podcast. I am not. I am. It is difficult because... You haven't even seen Little Shop of Horrors, so you don't understand the reference. Uh, I don't care if it was a reference to God himself. It looked awful. <laughs> it looked awful. It looked really awfully put together. And I feel like this is definitely her weakness in this show, is that she does not know how to like construct a look. Okay. Um, my number two in the bottom, with our differing opinions here, is Scarlet Envy. Um, I had completely forgotten about this look until we were rewatching this episode, and then it came on and I was like, the heck is that? Oh, she's a pirate? Okay, sure, I guess we can buy that since she has an eye patch on. It was just a mishmash of pirate-type accessories and black lingerie. It was not a fully concept. It wasn't a concept. It was dumb. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. Yeah. My bottom... Um, the worst. Silky. I wanted to put Silky in mine. I really did. I did. Because what is that? Besides the headpiece where she has like a little horn on her head, like that's the only thing letting you know that it's a unicorn. I mean, that's like. That's true. And the headpiece is almost buried in the hair. Yeah. I mean, you could have added some fringe to it. You could have added. See, look at a me. Tail. Pulling out words and stuff. Fringe. 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 He knows what fringe is now. Yeah. You could have added some extra stuff onto this look, but you just pulled up hooves? in a, Some hooves? Just pulled up in like a white bodysuit, and then you just jiggled a bunch. I'm not buying it. You can't You can't fool me with the same act more than once. I'm not buying it. Oh, I almost... Yeah, I almost had Silky as my number three instead of Plastique, which I should have. It's fine. My number one was Sugar. Um, not only because it was a confusing look that you couldn't tell what it was until she explained it, and even then you were like, nope, still don't make sense. Burlesque troll doll? With not even actual troll hair? Not buying it. No, and aside from all that, the bodysuit was ill-fitting, had a weird, like, belly button diamond on it. It it looks like those t-shirts that you buy that have, like, a body painted on front of, like, body on front of them, you know what I'm talking about? Yep. It was hideous. I, I enjoy sugar for the most part, but that was... God awful look. Enough of these bottom looks. How about the top? Tippy tippy tap tap. Do I start it off? Yeah. Um, my number three was Akira for the same reason I had plastique in the bottom. Um, but flip it. Because Akira's look was really original. I've never seen anyone dress up as a And reverse it. Oh god. <laughs> um Dad. Mom, Dad's being dad. Um I've never seen anyone dress up for Halloween as a poker dealer. And then also be like, I'm a sexy poker dealer. It's like when I was like sexy weird owl for Halloween. Like nobody thinks to do that. And I thought it was just really creative. And it's also well constructed. She's got the little board. It's all glued together. It's really cute. I just think it's a, a really solid look that is original and creative. Yeah. She's also my number three. So we'll just stick right there. Look oh. at us matching up. Look at you, look matchy at matchy. You have anything to add? Not really. I think you covered everything. I think the idea is that like you're on a you know, competition reality TV show. You got to bring yeah. your stuff. You can't be pulling out Playboy bunnies. This, yeah, yeah, get gotta, some props, baby. Get some creativity. So yeah, definitely got points for creativity with this one. Yeah, no, I agree. Well, look at us agreeing. I wonder if we agree on the other ones. I know we don't agree on one because you're a sadist. Um, I number two is Miss Brooklyn Heights. I mean... The look itself is fabulous. It's beautiful. It clings to her body just perfectly. Brooklyn, I don't know who, if she sold her soul, sold her soul to the devil, but she has one of the best matching nude bodysuits that I've ever seen. Or Like, all of her nudes, all of her tights, all of her nude bodysuits, they match her skin tone perfectly. Like, I am 87% c 
convinced that that's her actual body under there, but I know it's not. So, like, I am very impressed with her ability to have a, like, convincing nude. Um, and it's just, it's beautiful, it's wrapped correctly, her hair is cool, and she walked on point down the runway. Get out, you can't, you can't beat that. It's, it's gorgeous. Ballerina style. So, my number two is Raja O'Hara. What the heck did she even wear? Uh, you know what? It was kind of hard to tell. She had, like, a cat thing going on. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, I just was really feeling this look. You know, I thought that it was well put together. I, um, loved the head, the headpiece that she had going on there. I loved the fur jacket. No, I, I loved all of it. Because, you know, it's, you know, fur jacket you're a cat come on come on okay come on. i guess so come on no it's she just... was right in the middle for me i put her in my middle land my safety zone which is where rue put her too so where is your top of the top this week my top of the top was nina and so suck it and go eat bananas ne- in the gutter because i don't even care um, I, I love Little Shop of Horrors. I love a good campy theater reference. You could tell it was kind of like, seemed homemade but still was very glam. Um, she clearly loves the reference she's making. My only complaint is maybe it's not trampy. It's, it's definitely not trampy. No, like, it's not sexy at all. So it kind of fails in that aspect, but other than that, I love it. It's like a really good community theater costume, and I, I just... I love Little Shop of Horrors, so yeah. But get the off category me. was trampy. I don't. I don't care. I like it. Which is why my number one was Brooklyn Heights. Yeah, no. I mean, Brooklyn probably should have gotten the number one spot, but I mean, I don't know. I just like Little Shop of Horrors, and I knew you weren't gonna pick her. So definitely wasn't gonna pick her. But I'm gonna end this segment on this because you already talked about Brooklyn to the death. Amazing. And she was a mummy, so she was actually dead. Oh my god. <laughs> anyway. Uh, that's a wrap. <laughs> Anyway, that's a wrap. Laugh. Okay, okay, okay. Laugh at me. Okay, so lastly, simplicity is sometimes the answer, people. It's true. It's true. Well, now we are going to move on from this because we have two more runway looks to talk about. Two more. So many looks. We'll be right back. Alrighty, guys, so we just finished watching the Witch Please runway looks, and I think I kicked it off last time, right? You're kicking it off again this time. Okay, Peter. Peter picked a bunch of butts and told me to start. Okay, see, this is the example of times I say things and they aren't funny and I just continue to talk. Witch um, Please. Which... <laughs> Which one? Which which please? Is it that one or that one? Um, so my number three bottom this week look is Miss Vanjie. Now, in her little speech, whatever, that she was giving while she was walking down the runway, she was saying, like, oh, I'm not traditional witch, blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, like, girl, you gotta give me some kind of witch. You're just giving me, like, high glamour 1920s crow. Like, you're not, you're not witch at all. Like, wearing black does not make you witch. You gotta give something, you know? And I'll just take a quick moment to say that so far I've been really disappointed by the lack of anything scary in the monster ball. And I'll talk about that more later. What was your number three? Uh, my number three was, let me take a look here, Ariel Versace. She was almost my number three. It was a toss-up. Yeah, there just really there was no essence of being a witch with this one. Like I so I don't understand like where was the witch factor? It was just a black dress and some blue hair and some sunglasses. I mean, she was. I feel like she was trying to give me like American Horror Story Coven. Like, oh, we're witches, but we're also like cool and hip. But I agree with you. Not great. Not great at all. Yeah, not great, Ariel. Sorry. Um, but worse than that, uh, my number two I had down as Miss Nina West. Sorry, had to burp there. Um, Nina had the old school witch, the pilgrim witch with the flames going up. A, the pilgrim part of the costume looked cheap as hell. It looked like something you could get at a Halloween store. And the flames were just so tacky, and they were also really reminiscent of that Leo costume that she had with the flames going up it. It was the same thing. It's the same thing. It's it's too similar, and it's like, 
it's too campy for that. Like, if you want to do, like, actual witch being burned at the stake, then make her, like, fire, like, put, like, burns on your skin. Make it, like, Freddy Krueger-esque, like, blood on the outfit. You know what I mean? Like, go there if you're gonna be a burn. Don't make it a campy burning witch. That's all I have to say. I'm just, like, don't do that that way. Are you, do you agree? I completely do not agree. Um, but, but that's all right. It's all right though. Cause my number two was silky, silky nutmeg Nash for the people at home. Can you explain to them what exactly is silky trying to pull off here and why, (sighs) like, what, what are we looking at? Okay. So silky is trying to pull off the like wicked witch of the West basically, but from the adaptation of wizard of Oz called the Wiz, which was an all black cast Uh, I actually have not seen The Wiz. I just know about it because it's an iconic movie. But they show a picture. I don't know which review it was. They show a picture of what the character is actually supposed to look like. And she's like hideous. Like if you're going to do that character, you have to do prosthetics or something. You can't just put on the same gorgeous mug. Also, the dress is hideous. It's that same like hoop skirt type thing where it's just a metal ring at the bottom and that's making it the hoop skirt. She don't have no petticoats on under that. She's not giving herself any shape with it. It's just a tacky metal ring at the bottom. It's the same as that costume that I wore for Southern Belle when I was in third grade that I bought at Walmart. It looks cheap. It looks ugly. It's got these big tacky rhinestones. I hate it. Woo. Hot takes. Hot takes. Um, she's my number one. So I guess I'll, I'll take that as my um, explanation of my number one worst. Oh, okay. I don't know if you're number one. That I just worked out. I feel passionate about this. I tell, worked out. Now tell me. How do you feel? <laughs> You know what? I think you summed it all up. And I think you already summed up how I feel about Vanjie. But I'm going to go a little bit further because that's my bottom number one. And Vanjie, I'm not sure exactly what you were going for with that. But nothing about that look screamed witch to me. Right. It just felt like it was actually didn't even look good. It didn't even look good. Ooh, not even good, huh? No, it's just like it was just an awful thing. And I'm just like, like, come on, man. Like, I mean, what, what exactly? When you looked in the mirror after you put that on, what told you? You're like, yeah, this is going to work. Honestly, I feel like she just had to try to find something that wasn't red in her wardrobe. And she still put red on for, like, lipstick and for her wig. <laughs> yeah. Fail. No. Did not read which. On to the tops. Tippity tip top, tippity top tips. My number three for the tops was Miss Brooklyn Heights. Now, Brooklyn was wearing... I forget what the movie is, but she's kind of like a tribal, like, voodoo-ish type witch. She um, said that she was going for the Enchantress from Suicide Squad. Thank you, because I, I was like, oh, I just forgot the re- reference, even though we literally just watched it. And I haven't seen Suicide Su- Suicide Squad, the movie. I have not seen it, um, because I've heard it's terrible. Uh, but it, So I don't know what she's referencing, but I love the look. Um, and more importantly, the way she delivers this look is... Just, like, when she dances on the runway, it's really, really lovely to watch. She has a great way to moving her body. And she doesn't look like all of her other looks. She's got black hair. It's different. It's a really different take on a witch. And it's just kind of, like, spooky, tribally, really cool, you know? No, definitely. But my number three was uh, Scarlet Envy. Oh, she almost made it. She was in my goods, my good lists. Yeah, so I was really, like, just, like, feeling that look that she had going on today. I She's kind of the only one that went ugly witch. Yeah, so, yeah, it was definitely giving me the ugly witch vibe here. And I felt like the costume was really well put together. And I like the little headpiece with the little, like, you know, like, bird thing on, with a bird nest on top. Very well, like, just done. I like the nose that she has going on here. I mean, it just, I felt like it was the most well put together look. Like, she took the most time to make it look witchy. Yeah, she definitely reads witch. Like, there's no question about it. And yeah, of course that's going to happen when you put a giant prosthetic nose on. But you know what? Sometimes obvious is better. Exactly. You know? Um, speaking of... No, I can't segue. Um, my number two look was actually... rewatching it, I didn't remember her that great, but... Raja O'Hara really brought it on this one. I love that outfit. Like, and I'm not a huge fan of, like, Wicked, which is weird for me to say, but, like, you know, Wicked, the green, the emerald city, et cetera, et cetera. She's got this, this, like, beautiful green coat on it just, and she just waving it around with these tight green pants underneath and everything is green and everything complements each other and her makeup is stunning and her hair looks cute 
And it's just, it's beautiful. Like, I I cannot deny that. It's one of the most well-put-together looks on the runway that today. And it is a slightly different take on a witch, you know? Absolutely. So my number two was uh, Plastic. Plastique. Oh, she had kind of like the... the Malif- Maleficent? Maleficent. Yeah. yeah. God, I can't say that word either. Maleficent look. No, that looked great. I thought that it was a really well-put-together look once again. That headpiece was definitely on point right here. And yeah, I mean, you can like there was like a a clear separation in this challenge. I feel like between like the few people who actually just seemed to figure it out, and then everybody else who just didn't really know what they were doing. Who was like, ah, I got something black. Yeah. Yay. But no, what are we looking at here with Plastique's look? Oh, it's like a black corset. You got the headpiece, of course, with the like big Maleficent horns, but they're not they're not exact. It's more of a inspired by. And then she's kind of got like a bit of a cape thing going on. Um, it, it's pretty, it's pretty solid look. She definitely was on my, she was in my middle of the road. I'm not gonna lie, I didn't think she was great, but yeah. So that's that's where that's a that's a good choice. My number one tippy tip top was Miss Sugarcane, because thank God somebody decided to deliver some damn blood at the monster ball. I was so annoyed up to this point. I was just like, really? Really? And then Sugar came out with her dripping bloody organs from her neck or what? It doesn't, it's not even that great of a look when you actually break it down. I was just happy to see somebody actually give me some horror. Because when you say monster ball, I'm expecting monsters and blood and scary makeup and what I'd expect, what I'd get from Dragula, for those of you who maybe watched Dragula. And that's what I was hoping for, was to really see some people push their limits. And it was all just kind of vanilla and lame. It was. And I I was going to put her on my top three, but like I felt like it just like just not quite as good as the other ones. So my top one, which is one that you already broke down, was Brooklyn Heights. Yeah. And I have seen Suicide Squad. It's not a great movie. <laughs> but she looks just like the Enchantress. In fact, I think she might even look better than the Enchantress did in that movie. Ooh, what? So shady. I feels weird having Brooklyn be my top back-to-back runways, but when you got it, you got it. You know? If you got it, you gotta flaunt it. And that's um that's just the truth, ladies and gentlemen. So we are gonna move on now to our final runway look, which is Something that we're going to talk about in a second. We'll see you in a second. <laughs> All right, guys, just coming to you real quick here to tell you what we're going to be doing next time on Flip It and Reverse It. We will be, of course, reviewing trailers like we always do. We love them. What's the um, trailer you got this time around? I picked a little thing called The Intruder. I know nothing about it. Classic me. Yeah. Well. And you? I picked Long Shot because it looks funny, and you usually pick the comedy, so I thought I'll pick the comedy this time. You going against your type. A little bit, a little bit. (laughs) So next time around, we are going to be talking about the Avengers Endgame movie once again. We are going to break down that movie since we've both seen it like twice now. Yep. And I feel like we need to do like a spoiler review. Yeah, we need to we need to let the people know what we think. Exactly. So we're always coming on here talking about movie trailers and giving you guys breakdowns for what we think about movie trailers. This time will be the first time what? that we break what? down a movie in its entirety. Forget the trailer. We're just breaking down the whole the movie. The whole movie, guys. Three hours of footage, not three minutes. Two hours and 47 minutes oh worth God. of footage. All right. And on that note, we'll see you back in a second. Alright guys, so we just finished watching the last runway look, which is Monster I'd Like to Freak Eleganza. Um, so yeah, uh, just disappointed by the lack of monsters here, but we'll get into that, um, personally. So, I'll kick it off here, I guess. Um, my first number three, it was almost Ariel, but I decided to pick Brooklyn because my reasoning was the same for both of them. Neither of them are monsters. They both are just pretty. Like, what, you're a mermaid or you're in Brooklyn is why I, p- I picked hers because if you 
blink, you miss the fact that she even has a damn snake around her head. And okay, so you have a snake around your head. Is that a monster? What does that mean? Like, no, it's you like literally just picked out a dress that you had and you're like, I'm going to put one of the props that they gave us on here and try to make it look, I hate it. I think it's just unoriginal, uninventive, and it says nothing to do with monster. All right. So... Staying on that same kind of idea here, I picked uh, Akira as my bottom three. Oh, yeah? Yeah, because all it was was just her in a black dress with, like, a spider on her back. And you could barely see the webbing. And there was just nothing really that creative about it. I didn't see anything monsterish about it. I don't think spiders are monsters. I mean, there was nothing really, like, monstery about her entire look. It just felt really just kind of, like, lame and not that well thought out. Fair enough. Fair enough. So my number two was Miss Silky Nutmeg Ganache. And what did she wear? Um, let's see here. Oh, yeah, she had that horrible dress that she made. Because this one was the sewing challenge. This was like, you got to make this dress. You got to make whatever yourself. And it's just, it's supposed to be like this patent red leather, but then she's got like shag rug on the bottom. I'm not sure. She decided to put the fur on the bottom of the dress, and that's just gross and ugly. And she's all like, bragging up how ooh, I changed my makeup on girl you put a little bit of blood glitter on you still got a beauty mug on you just put a little bit of blood on your face you're not horror you're not scary you look lame it's dumb boom Ooh. all right so uh let's take a look here I had oh I am struggling right now I had sugar cane as my sugar bottom cane. number two yeah, I just was not really sure what exactly the idea was here. It was very confusing. I mean, Sugar just came out with just like, what does she have on here? There's a piece of lace wrapped around her waist. There's some feathers on her vajay and titties. A small fur crop top jacket. Some horns. Some more feathers. And a skull. Yeah, no, it, it just, it doesn't, it's not working on any level. I'm not going to go into the whole fashion tidbit of it, but it's one of those things where you're just looking at it and you're just like, I'm not sure what you were going for here, but none of this is working. Especially the little, like, bones coming out of the nose. Oh, like, I didn't even notice that part. I didn't get up there. I was, I was focused on that merkin. Yeah, no, none of it's working. Which goes right into my number one, because my number one was Sugar. Um, she's wearing that same ugly bodysuit that she wore for her troll look which I guess yeah like reuse your stuff girl but like it's still ugly this time around too you just threw some feathers on it and it's terrible and you didn't do any sewing you wrapped a piece of cloth around your waist that's not a skirt you did not sew that you just really phoned it in and it is it makes no sense it's not a, it, why is everyone wearing horns my lord <laughs> For the, we already got the horns on the damn Zodiac challenge. We don't need more of them. Oh, the hot takes are hot tonight, people. I feel like Sriracha, baby, and I'm going to bring it. So I put Ariel as my number one because it's a themed challenge, okay? So you yeah. have one job. You have one job. Yeah. You have to be a monster. You have one job. And she came out with just this blue dress on. And what she said in her description was what? Tinkerbell meets like like a little mermaid. Not a monster. Yeah, there was no monster here. And I think, you know, like, spoiler alert, I think Rue gave her that criticism when they had the critiques after this was over. Yeah. It was just like, where's the monster part? There's no monster. No. So you failed the challenge by not doing the challenge. You're the bottom. Yeah. These these girls need to have some Dragula girls come on and show them what's what because this was not spooky. It was not scary. It wasn't very fun. Um, but moving on to the top looks, which was hard for me to pick because I didn't think many of them were that good. Um, my number three, I picked Raja O'Hara. And Raja was the bone collector. And I put her as my number three just because I thought this was a really interesting character to choose. Because I was like... Okay, I don't really know what the bone collector is, but I uh, I believe she's coming from my bones. And she's got kind of these little, like, furry pants on. And it, it is fur or something along those lines. But you couldn't be fooled into believing that maybe those are little pieces of bones that she crunched up and turned into a garment. So, um... She also has the horns, though. I'm done with the horns. I need them to go away. I If they show up ever again in this season, I'm going to literally burn down... A small house 
with nobody in it, but just for fun. Yes. Um. So my number three look was Evie Oddly. Yeah. She almost made my bottom. I left her out just because at least she had something spooky on her. This, for me, was entirely about the face makeup. I felt like just face alone, I was able to get some kind of like monstrous feels from it. But honestly, with this particular challenge, I felt like you just had to not suck to be in the top because everyone yeah. else just wasn't doing that hot. Also true. So what is she looking like here? She's got like a capri jumpsuit that's half like a gold sheen fabric and half like a red lace. And then she's got kind of like a button eye. She's supposed to be doing like a voodoo look with like a red hair. And it, the, the like outfit's not really glamorous. It's just confusing. But I do appreciate that her makeup's at least kind of spooky. And her, like, vomiting the dice at the beginning was at least an interesting choice. It's not great, but, like, it's better. Yeah. You're just competing against other people. So if they're sucking, you just have to be decent. Yeah. Basically. Who's your number two? My number two was, even though her outfit was poorly constructed, I appreciated that she at least was a monster. And that's Scarlet Envy. She is the creature of the Black Lagoon. She doesn't look human. She was actually a monster and I just was happy that she did something different and very unique um yeah I know it's poorly constructed it's a as far as silhouette it's an ugly ass dress and her little neck piece is popping up in the back you can see her neck and it, it's very poorly constructed but concept wise it's there Definitely. And that's also my number two. So yeah. we just move on from that one. I like the fact that she just was willing to take a risk and yeah. do something a little bit different and having the full face mask on. She was she was a face keeny ahead of her time. Yeah. Definitely. <laughs> not a bad look. Not a bad no. look. So who was your top? My top was Akira. Um, the only reason I gave her that is because I thought it was a very well-constructed outfit. The spider legs looked good. They were nice. They, you could see that there were little pieces of webbing in between them, which I thought was a nice touch. And she did bring the freak. That booty was bootylicious. And I mean, yeah, it kind of looks like cheap Halloween outfit, but it, it's at least, it's fun and it's cute. And I, I kind of liked her spider prop. Well, obviously, I didn't like We disagreed like her. on that, I didn't obviously. like her spider prop, but you know. To each their own. My number one was Nina West. Yeah. You know, and after giving Nina a hard time in the last couple ones, you know, I had to really be fair this time around. And that face reveal, first of all, I love the reveals. Yeah. I love the reveals and I love that underneath she had that makeup on where she just looked like a disformed, just, you know, kind of like freakish looking being. I mean, I, I, yeah. I felt monster from this one. No, I, I love the concept of this one and I do like her little mask. I just... The only reason I didn't put her on my top is because I don't like the costume. I think it looks cheap. It looks like Spirit Halloween. It looks like that felty Halloween material. And then I just also don't think that her um, face makeup was done that well. I can tell it's just a bunch of paper towels on her face. And the color schemes aren't giving me blood and gore. They're just giving me like, this is what I had. I didn't bring any gore makeup. I have like, just eyeshadows well boys and girls i thought nina did better than everyone else which wasn't a lot of competition but hey you play against the people in front of you You know very disappointing monster ball that's all i gotta say um so yeah we are going to wrap that up we're just going to take a quick peek here at the lip sync for your life and we'll be right back to just give that a quick wrap up All right, so we just finished watching the Sugarcane versus Ariel Versace lip sync. Do, do, do. And it was, the song was Whitney Houston, You're My Baby Tonight. And you want to kick it off or should I kick it off? I'll kick it off. Okay. This lip sync, um, I kind of felt bad for Ariel. You yeah. Know, after she kind of like takes a fall in the middle of, well, in the middle, like, towards the beginning just like slips on her dress. And I feel like it's been, if not half, then damn near half of the <laughs> eliminations have come from someone falling. No, so okay. So you, honey, Ariel. Yeah, yeah okay. Half. So, yeah, three out, of, <laughs> three out of five. It's more than half. So it's just like, people, 
like stop making your dresses so like so big and like fluffy yeah. and flowy like when you think that I mean just it doesn't seem like it's going to work out in your benefit. No, or like the minute you realize, "Oh, I'm going to have to lip sync." Tear that fucking piece of fabric off. Or something. I mean, Do like, whatever you gotta do to make sure that you are gonna be safe. It's been every other episode now. Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, let's see. So, it, it's kind of, it is a real bummer for Ariel because I feel like up to that point, those two had a pretty dang equal shot of winning that lip sync. I didn't think so. I mean, Ariel was doing fine. Sugar had the emotion there more um, she definitely had a more there. Um, she wasn't really moving around the stage, though. It's not really a move around the stage song. Nah, she wasn't moving around the stage that well, but she was giving you that emotion, like, in the face. In the face. Yeah, I mean, it felt like watching Whitney Houston, like, in a music video. If, if the only thing that's distracting about Suga's performance is her ugly costume. <laughs> um, because every time they pull to a full body view, all I can look at is that Merkin. And it's just... Yeah. If she was wearing, like, a cat suit or something like Whitney Houston would wear, that would have been a great lip sync. I would have loved it. Yeah, no. But unfortunately, she was wearing what she was wearing. No, and there's not a whole lot to really say here. Ariel, even when she didn't fall, she wasn't given that much energy to this. Like, I felt like no. she was just really calm and casually trying to, like, perform this song. Like, I don't like, know. Like, yeah, she knew her words, but you gotta have that emotion behind it. You gotta have some energy. You gotta work. Oh, my gosh. You gotta work. <laughs> You're so cute, I can't even handle it with your slinging catchphrases left and right. Listen, co-host, I don't want to be called cute on here. I'm sorry. <laughs> you are so privy. Look at you learning. What a Ooh, scholar. Privy, word of the day. Privy. But, yeah, no, I mean, it, it is what it is, lip sync. And can I just say, the real winner of this episode is Miss Elvira. Oh, my gosh. She still looks so hot at... Gosh, what is she, 90? No, I think she's like in her 50s. 50s. But she is so... Curse words hot. (laughs) I can't even handle it. I love her so much. Fun fact, one of my uncles actually dated her briefly. Mm, Real fun fact. Yeah. Yeah, what is that? Those boobies are real, babies. What would you call that? Is that what they call an odd flex? Weird flex? Yeah. (laughs) One of my uncles once dated that chick. (laughs) flexing it out (laughs) well that's probably all we got for this episode huh i yeah i can't really think of much else to say about that lip sync it was it was fine yeah it it was just fine ariel just fell you know you you kill yourself when you do that don't fall kids don't fall keep your feet under your hips yeah (laughs) well that's all we got for our show today right yeah we will see you in a second for our little outro All right, so that is our show for today. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to our podcast, Flip It and Reverse It. I am stealing Jasmine's spotlight today because she usually does our outros if you've heard our first few episodes, but I am taking over. Soon I will be unemployed on the streets, just chewing off banana peels, trying to find some scraps. Who chews banana peels? I'm gonna, I'm gonna have to be resourceful. I guess. (laughs) I mean, I've heard of some weird stuff in my day. Speaking of which, did I ever tell you that when I was in the fourth grade, we had our, our teacher would eat peanut shells in class? Not the peanut part? No, he'd eat the peanuts too, but also the peanut shells. I hate that. That's worse than like nails on a chalkboard. That grosses me out. Fun fact, kids. He actually would give us extra credit. If you ate them too? If we (laughs) ate them too. No! No, that was a joke! No, I'm dead serious. I am so serious. His name was Mr. Gookus. This is a a children's book about like a villain teacher. It's not real. It is real. We will talk about it more another time. Oh my God. Thank you again for checking us out. Uh, you will find us again in our next episode coming out relatively soon here. Uh, you can find Jasmine on Instagram at the real Jasmine Sherman. And you can find me on Instagram at ask underscore why underscore not the ask why not page. As always, we always tell you that, um, please. And we say, please give us a five star rating. We say, please. That's nice of us. We're not demanding it. It's just a 
asking nicely. We would love a five-star rating because we don't do four-star ratings. Is that right, Jasmine? Yeah, four-star ratings are for the banana chewers. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just scum of the earth. So please give us a five-star rating. Please leave us a review. We hope that you are subscribed. If not, just click that subscribe button because why not? Yeah, what, what's it going to do? Is it going to hurt you? No, no. The yeah. worst thing that could happen is you get a notification. Definitely Woo. not. So, Jasmine, do you have a final thought of the day? Um, my final thought of the day is this heat pad on my um, rumpus feels real nice. Okay, that was too much for me. Too much information there, Peter? My final thought of the day is uh, if you are out in the world trying to buy yourself some uh, food, first thing that you should always do is have your wallet because if you don't then it becomes a little okay difficult. this seems pointed <laughs> also do we tell him tell the people that we're talking about um avengers endgame yeah we told them earlier in the okay, episode never mind sorry yeah where, uh, where were you it's just sucking on chili dogs all right well that's our show for this week have a great day guys bye